हमें बिना सोचे चाहे हमारे सीनियर नेता हो जूनियर नेता हो कार्यकर्ता हो हमें बिना सोचे जनता के बीच में जाकर बैठ जाना चाहिए जो उनकी समस्या है उनको समझना चाहिए और जो हमारा पहले उनके जनता के साथ कनेक्शन होता था जो कांग्रेस पार्टी का कनेक्शन जनता से टूटा है उसको हमें एक्सेप्ट करना पड़ेगा उस कनेक्शन को हमें फिर से बनाना पड़ेगा India's grand old party is in a deep recess and has been in one for a long time. If the Indian National Congress has to prevent itself from fading to the point of redundancy or worse, irrelevancy, it needs a major uphaul. The party's recent brainstorming session in Udaipur, the Nav Sankalp Chintan Shivir was a step in the direction. So, will the Congress party be able to reinvent itself? reconnect to the masses and emerge as a formidable challenge to the incumbent ruling party hi and welcome to the latest episode of news break and this week we look at the outcome of chindan shiver that has hogged national headlines in the past few days today we have with us on manorama journalist and political analyst g ragesh to discuss the topic with us welcome to the show ragesh so let's get straight to the point Rajesh could you list out the major reforms announced during the Chindan Shiver for the benefit of our audience Hi Harida thank you for making me a part of the show The most important decision adopted by the party during the Chindan Shiver is the one family one ticket formula However it must be noted that the decision comes with a rider that another family member who wants to conduct election should have worked in the party in an exemplary manner for at least 5 years that means the gandhi family is exempted from the rule then uh, the congress has decided to enforce one person one post rule according to this no person will hold one party position for more than 5 years after the 5 year term a person will have to go through a cooling period of 3 years before returning to the same post the party has also approved 50% representation to scheduled caste scheduled tribes and obcs and minorities at all levels of the organization it will also set aside 50% of party positions for those below 50 other reforms include setting up an assessment wing to monitor the performance of all office bearers and a public insight department this is to ascertain views of the people on different issues and carry out surveys for getting battle ready for election the congress president will also set up an advisory group to deliberate on political challenges the members of the group will be drawn from the pwc so now uh, there was also this discussion about a pan india bharat jodo yatra in october so do you think uh, this is going to be a shot in the arm for congress party to be frank among all the so called reform and suggestions the bharat jodo yatra is the only thing that somehow impressed me right. because that is something real and visible In fact I think such a yatra should have been taken out much before I mean after the 2014 results made it clear that the congress was suddenly losing the ground beneath it at least after Rahul Gandhi quit as congress president in 2019 he should have undertaken such a massive public outreach program I mean if he was serious about his concerns about the future of the party now we are told that the Bharat Jodo yatra will be taken out from Kanyakumari to Kashmir beginning on Gandhi Jayanti on October 2nd 
I don't think it will do any magic, but such an exercise is a necessity to say the least, at least to keep the spirits of the remaining party loyalists up and move the party machinery, which is either immobile or absent in many parts of the country. So there was also talk about this uh, internal task force and election management department among the key reforms which were listed out in the Chindan Shivar. Now, Congress had had several committees targeting the very same thing in the past, if I'm not mistaken. The natural question which arises to any political observer is, how is a committee going to make any difference if it is the same set of leaders putting their heads together with a similar agenda in mind? Now, even if these groups manage to list out some drastic reforms, will they be accepted by the party hardliners? What do you think? The organization, I mean the people who have been running the show for taking decisions within the party, they have time and again proven that all their tricks have been tested and failed when it comes to elections. I don't think that an internal task force or an election management being are going to do any wonder as long as it is run by the same line of thinking. I think you are right about the reluctant hardliners. Let it be the old guard or the psychophants or whatever. They are often not ready for any change. So some of the Congress supporters say that, you know, the party cannot emerge strong until they break free of the Gandhi reign. Now, in fact, even the G23 leaders have been demanding a model of collective and inclusive leadership and decision making at all levels. What is your take on this matter? I think it wouldn't be a great idea to break free of the Gandhi family at this moment. I mean, at a time when the party is in its worst shape in its history. It would only weaken the organization as the family is the only unifying factor that keeps the party together at such a critical juncture. I don't think even members of the G23 or G21 except Kabil Sibel have such an opinion. But I totally agree with the so-called rebel group's call for collective and inclusive leadership. In fact, I think the most constructive thing that happened in the party post the 2014 downfall was the letter drafted by the G23. But it's yeah. up to the Gandhi family to introspect whether they were right in the manner they responded to the letter. It is also high time the family had a closer and critical look at the core team they have built around themselves. So the poll strategist Prashant Kishore has chosen to stay outside the party after much speculation. How do you think the PK factor would have worked for the party in case he decided to join? The Prashant Kishore episode had indeed infused some sense of hope among the party cadres simply because the name is associated with election victory. The one thing that remains elusive to the Congress. Like many, I was also curious to find out what PK had up his sleeves for the Congress. Perhaps he would have brought in a mechanism to fight elections. But it would be too naive to think that PK would have ensured a Congress win in either 2024 or any of the upcoming state polls. We don't know what exactly caused the fallout between the party and PK. If he was too ambitious, as some party insiders say, entertaining that would have only escalated the problems within the organization at some point. Like journalist P.P. Surendran rightly pointed out in one of his articles in On Manorama, I think what Congress lacks at the moment is not a PK or more inner party democracy for any reform but a hero. That would be a limitation of our politics, but that's the truth. So, on to our final question. Can the Congress emerge as a formidable enemy for the BJP? And what is your opinion? What are the steps that the Congress party could take in order to approach as a national level party once again? 
to be frank i don't know maybe okay. rahul gandhi knows thanks a lot rajesh for joining us this week on news break and uh, as to our audience thank you for listening to news break be sure to come back next week to listen to more such analysis